Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Drake. For all the latest Greyhound racing news, check out grisland.ie forward slash Talking Dogs. Hello and welcome along to episode 27 of Talking Dogs on Thursday with myself, Barry Drake. This week, we're going to preview the big final at Shelburne Park on Saturday night. That is the best car parks Gold Cup final. Ian Fortune will join us on the podcast to look ahead to that. And we'll also catch up with two trainers who've done extremely well over the course of 2020. And they, of course, were Paul Burke, who had a great year at Galway, and Pat Coyley, who had a fantastic year below in Cork. All eyes will be on the final of the Best Care Parks Gold Cup at Shelburne Park on Saturday night. And of course, it's going to be live on Race and Post Greyhound TV, which is going to be a great treat uh, for all us, all us um, Greyhound enthusiasts. And uh, the main man, uh, Mr. Ian Fortune, is going to talk us through the final now. So we'll say hello to you, Ian. Hi, Barry. How are you doing? Very well. Um, look, it's always a great competition. Kick starts the new year. Yeah, it's, it's always been the traditional curtain raiser, certainly in Shelburne Park, and and now it seems to the, through the whole country, um, it's the it's one of the rare, um, I suppose, open five two five competitions on the calendar. When you consider the likes of the produce stakes and the Oaks are obviously for the produce stakes is for the the whelps of that year, and the the Oaks is for the bitches. You have to wait all the way, probably for the laurels for for the next sort of five two five yard competition with such a, a profile or a higher profile. So it's great for the speed merchants to get a chance to really show their worth in the early uh, weeks of, of the year at Shelburne Park. And, uh, yeah, it's been a great competition. It's been won by some really great dogs through the years. And and amazingly, for for the, the test that it is, the sharp 525-year trip, it's been won by a number of dogs that reveled over further. Like when you go back to the likes of Johanstown Cash, Late Late Show, and even in recent times, Palais Mac Anton, it's, um, it's been won by some very strong running greyhounds. But this year we have very much a um, a, a real speedster pack. Yeah, exactly. And just looking back on the previous rounds, was there anything in, in particular that stood out for you? Well, obviously, the the big run of Ballymac Cash out in the quarterfinals was hugely impressive, a 28-01, but really did back it up with a, a lacklustre, a flat run last week. Um, I never got on to Liam Dowling. It's a sort of run where you think, geez, there's just something not quite right about it, but... Um, there's been no word this week so he's obviously right and well in himself and looking forward to the final I think he's a hell of a greyhound and he's still only neighbour 19 it's worth pointing that out so he's still a a youngster for another couple of months so um, we won't be too harsh on him he's only had a handful of races he was the the real standout of course Noctable said was good last week and he was good in the opening round 28-31 when he was perceived that he'd badly need the run he hadn't seen the track since Trillate since winning the Kingdom Derby and here we are just a few weeks later and he's well, perhaps Seth to add to his tally. Yeah, and it's always um, a big occasion, this uh, big final. So we might just take a look at the six finalists and, and we'll start with the greyhound that's drawn um, in the inside. And that is in for a penny, a greyhound that has progressed nicely uh, for Cork trainer Karen Lynch over the last couple of months. Yeah, he's a ta- talented individual. Um, he, he's not afraid. He's not afraid to get involved. You know, he likes the cut and thrust of racing. You can tell that by him. You look at his record. There's very few runs where he's not there, thereabouts at some point in the contest, and he is running very well. Um, 
he was beaten the neck last week and in a slow time got involved a little bit plenty of bumping through the race it was a strange muddling affair he's only beaten the neck in 2903 but I wouldn't take the the form at face value you know a week earlier he'd won in such impressive fashion in 2828 it was really put up to him he flashed to the corner deadly historic and back at him hit the front into the third bend and in for a penny wasn't to be denied came again and as I said won in 2828 he's got a lot of ability um he, and his his position on the rail, he definitely doesn't want to be tied to the fence. He'll definitely move to the middle. And, uh, you know, if the likes of Nakanabool Sid doesn't get around him, all of a sudden we could be in for another muddling type affair because this fellow won't give way to any greyhound. There's no question about that. He can certainly play a part. And uh, he's a dog that you'll be seeing plenty of this year because you can challenge for every competition with this fella. Yeah, that's trap number one in for a penny. And in two, we have blast off fire for Philip Buckley, um, a greyhound that same came so close to winning the Irish Greyhound Lawrence at the back end of last year. Yeah, he did. And um, yeah, ran, yeah, ran remarkably well at Cork. And it uh, was going well, actually, in the ledger until he got knocked over in the, I think it was the third round of the, the ledger. Um, took a bit of a layoff came back just before Christmas at Shelburne Park and was badly balked in a contest. And then all of a sudden he's back after another month off into the Gold Cup. And you can see by him he was needing the run in the opening round, came on a sight in the second round. And last week, um, while it was not it was the slowest run of the competition, um, track conditions certainly weren't conducive to fast times, it was no question his best run of the stake. It just seems to be a dog that's really coming to hand. He always looked a greyhound that would be really suited to Shelburne Park. And by all accounts, I, I would imagine that will come through in the, the coming months. Big race in defeat last week behind Knock the Bull. Sid picked up Ballymac Cash out, in fact. Um, well drawn into um, whether he wants to fly out and get around in for a penny or slightly miss it and slip in behind him that could be the better um, way to do it but I can see him playing a part he's definitely a greyhound that's really really coming into himself and I, I expect a big year I think Phillip's going to have a great year with this fella Yeah an exciting sort too blast off fire moving on to trap number three knock the bull say the greyhound that caught the eye um, in the English greyhound derby um, last year and of course um, ended the year on a high winning the kingdom derby below in uh, Tralee yeah, absolutely. He was a nice dog before he went to England. If you had asked me prior to England, I think I had him the rank outsider of the 14 Irish challengers. So I thought he had absolutely no chance. And then bang, 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 three sensational runs in a row. And was actually a bit unlucky to get knocked out in Nottingham. Um, has really come into himself. You saw him in Tralee. He, he, he progressed through the stake. 3-11, 3-11, 3-11 splits in the first three rounds. And then a 2-98 in the final. And that's what he's all about. He's about a bang start, get to the front. And when he gets to the front... Um, if you look at his record, it's very rarely that he's picked up, and that's going to be the case again on Saturday night. If he hits the front, he's going to be very, very hard to pick up. And Pat Buckley is a master trainer. He he's very good with this type of greyhound, a dog that can uh, hit the lids, get to the front, and stay there. And um, yeah, I expect Nakanabool to say, well, he will be. There's no question. He, he's going to be. He is warm favourite with the, with the off course layers, of course. There'll be no on course layers, so. I was going to say he's going to start favoured. He is going to be favoured with the off-course layers. And if he hits the lids, once he gets around in for a penny, um, it's going to, he's going to take a hell of a lot of stopping. He's on the right side of Bally Cashew. Yeah, that's your favourite. So, and your second favourite is in trap number four, Bally Cashew, the youngest in the lineup, an April 19 puppy. He's posted some marvellous performances in his short racing career, but he does have to bounce back um, from a blow pair performance last week for Liam Dowling. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Trevor, you would have seen him. You would have seen him at Cork in his first two starts down there. He, sh- he showed 
exceptional promise winning in 2812 on debut and he was beaten in the final of the Henry um, unraced but in defeat behind Deadly Destroyer he showed immense pace he was then thrown in the deep end 600 Shelburne Park again showed massive speed won his opening round heat in 32-33 beating cool of any chick and was actually knocked over a couple of rounds later but he's back this year um, he's very likely race, but Liam Dowling, when he was retiring Barry McAnton, this fellow had just made his debut, and he said, I potentially think this fellow is his successor. And that's the level of ability he has. He's a, He really is an exceptional tracker. Last week was no question it was a flat run by him. Um, there is far, far better expected this week, but it's a case of how sharp will he be in those first five strides. We haven't. I'm, I'm not actually still to this day fully sure what his best trip and last week he didn't look like he was getting the 525. Previous nights, he looks like he's obviously won over 600 yards. So he's still developing, he's still finding himself. He's like a kid coming out of college. He might just need a year to find himself. I'm not saying he'll need a year, but he'll certainly need a few more runs before he really finds himself. And we find out about, about him as a greyhound, but I expect him to, to play a part in proceedings. Great stuff. Moving on to trap number five, Boyle Sports Bingo, trained by Paul Hennessy for John and Liam Boyle, of course, great supporters of, of Greyhound Racing and um, a lot of people will be rooting for this Greyhound. He's shown plenty of improvement in recent times back to his very best. Yeah, it's, it's worth remembering. He was a raw, raw novice when he was racing in the Juvenile Derby last year and uh, Big Bird, not last year, the year before last, October 19, when he ran up behind the great uh, Cork Greyhound, Broadstrand Bono. Um, he got a bit lost in himself. He didn't win a race for quite some time. Um, he, he won a race then again in September of last year around Kilkenny. But it's only late last year, late in 2020, when he really started to find form. He won a race on the 22nd of December and then all of a sudden won four of his next five. He's now uh, going into this final definitely in the form of his life. He won his um, second round heat in 28-28 after winning the opening round at 28-65, picking up Bally Cash out on that occasion. Um, last week, he was denied three, four times around the bottom two bends when certain to go close. Even turning for home, he was coming between Mingler's, Mingler's Popeye and in for a penny, and in for a penny was drifting off the, off the rail, and he was getting bumped and squeezed, and he's still only beating the length in the third spot. He's a dog with a lot of pace, and, and he's he definitely has a lot of driving at the moment. He's really hunting it at the moment. And yeah, the draw is not ideal, but the way he is running, he could find himself getting involved. Um, I don't know where he's going to get the run, but if he does get the run, he won't be far away. He's showing a lot of pace at the moment. And finally, in trap number six, we have Mingler's Popeye for Eddie Moore, a ground that has um, displayed some great fo- form at, at various tracks. Yeah, a model of consistency. Um, you look at his splits through all the tracks he's ever raced, and he really can hammer to the corner. You know, he's he's a two seconds in Shelburne Park, which these days is, you know, very, very rare. Um, last week, led early, was picked up by in for a penny, and stayed around the outside to avoid traffic and came again on the run-in. He's running exceptionally well for Eddie Moore. He's probably a, a, a really good A1, O, O, AO dog, but he's, he's mixing it in AAO company. He's going to need a little bit of luck. But with a dog like this, if he flashes the lids, which he's very capable of doing, um, I don't think he's ever raced from trap six. That's the big question mark. Um, but I think he's the type of dog to go up from any trap. If he did happen to clear the corner, and as I said, in for a penny and trap one moving off, if there was a bit of traffic, he could find himself three or four lengths clear. And then, well, then the ball's in his court. It, it's just one of those finals. Minglish Popeye's a 20-to-1 chance, but I wouldn't like to be laying 20-to-1. 
Yeah, exactly. And look, it's going to be a great final, Ian. Um It's never as straightforward as knocking the bull, Sid, flying from traps and making all the running. You know, there's plenty of it a chance here in this. No question. You know, that's that's perhaps one of the more likely scenarios. But if he misses the kick even slightly, he's going to find himself in a spot of bother. And then it's a case of what Graham gets to run into the into the back straight and gets gets to the lead. It's um it's an open affair. You can see why knocking the boots is is relatively short, but he's not odds on. You know, if Infra Penny was drawing on his outside, you could see him a four to six chance, but Infra Penny's on his inside. And clearing him is not going to be easy and um that could throw the race wide open. It, you know, it's it's a good final and there's some really good dogs in it. Perhaps not the vintage final we had last year when you actually look back at the runners in it, like the Grange U ten Pastana, Ballymac Anton, you know, Ballymac Inspeed, um, Derby finalist and Derby third run happy. But there's some real quality in it, um, and it's uh, it's intriguing. It really is intriguing. Really looking forward to it. And again, live on um, Racing Post Television, four three seven on the Sky on the Sky platform. And um, you'll be seeing me in glorious HD. Yeah, great stuff. And of course, look, I'd imagine it gives you great satisfaction as well um, that it's live on on Racing Post Greyhound TV because it just puts our great um, racing out to that uh, wider audience. Absolutely, Barry. It puts us in the spotlight. Um, we have the best greyhounds, certainly this part of the world. And, uh, yeah, it's great to rub it into the to the UK contingent. And hopefully we'll be doing it again on Saturday night and looking ahead to perhaps winning a third English Derby in a row. Brilliant stuff, Ian. We'll be, be keeping a close eye on it and we'll be um, keeping a close eye on, on your preview as well on Talking Dogs on, on Saturday morning. So, look, many thanks uh, for taking time out to speak to us. Thanks, Barry. Keep up the good work. We're going to say hello to Paul Burke now on the podcast. Paul enjoyed another great year at Galway Greyhound Stadium last year with a total of 36 wins. So it's hello to you, Paul, and welcome to the podcast. Hello, Barry. Thanks very much. Um, another good year last year. Um, I suppose we'll start um, with um, how you got into um, our great sport, Paul. Um, I, my home house is right at the Galway track. So when I was very young, we used to go through the wall and just up watch the races. And then I had a neighbour there, Pete Riley. I put it all down to him. He got me into the dogs. And then I used to... Oliver O'Rourke, another great character in Galway. I used to walk his dogs out at night. And just always had an interest in them. Yeah, so you got you got the bug from there. And uh, when, exactly. when, I suppose, did you, did you really get into it? How long ago would that have been? I, was 20 years into it now myself when I was 19 I'd say 20 I started getting the dogs very good some great memories and great days I would imagine since then oh yeah we're doing very well now we won all the dogs under the bumblebee name and we had plenty of success with them yeah any any standout moment for you in, in, in those years gone by uh, just we had a lovely dog bumblebee kind I suppose there now for the last few years I think he won he won nearly 30 races and I think up 12,000 something like that and we still have him here in the kennel and he's 9 years old I think and he's like a race dog now he's always made to still go racing very, very good and just tell us a bit about the, the Galway track itself oh, it's such a great track and you know it's a lot of great dogs come out of the place and great commanders right between us all and you know it's well run with Ali Hester and the ground staff and everyone is well looked after Brilliant. Just, we don't have enough race nights that's the only thing I'd say about it yeah that, that, See, we're, that sharing, we're, sharing, we're sharing the ground with Connacht Rugby and when they have a night's rugby we lose a night's stars and we don't get another one for it that's the only downside I'd say about it 
Okay, I have, yeah. Um, and just going back to last year, um, there was a total of 36 winners. Um, obviously, we, we lost a, a couple of months um, of racing during the, the COVID crisis. But overall, were, were you happy with where the year went? Ah, yeah, very good. Now, we won two nice stakes, I think, last year. Won, uh, and they have five stakes there with Bumblebee Nipper for a friend that we trained in Dublin called Mark Wilson. And we sponsored the stakes ourselves. And I won it for the last two years. Bumblebee Kine stayed because he was so good to us. So I won that. Fair play to you for, for sponsoring the stake. And I, I would imagine it was something you had targeted, so nice to win. Yeah, we targeted it. And even the year before, actually, we targeted it with a lovely bitch called Bumblebee Bullet that went on to win the TV trophy in England. Oh, very nice. So. And I suppose two years in a row now. I suppose like like any other um fell in the game, um always nice to bring a, a nice dog through and I suppose if the money is right, um not afraid to move it on. No, exactly. We we work myself and the brother now Paddy, he does it with me, so but we work full time, so we don't really have time to be travelling to Shelburne and all this, so if we have a good one we like to sell. Yeah, and, and, and certainly not nothing wrong with that and always like no. always nice to follow their progress as well going oh, forward. Yes, great watching them and you get great trails I've seen them winning these stakes and races after it, you know. Yeah, and um would you have many dogs at the moment, Paul? And um, we keep sixteen to twenty dogs to be honest. So yeah. we we didn't breed now last year, so we've nothing new coming for this year, so we could have a quiet year ahead unless we get a, a new one in the kennel that might bring something good. Yeah, um, sixteen to twenty. A lot of hard work go oh, goes on. Full time, yeah. yeah, it takes a lot now. You know, every day and out walking, cleaning, and feeding, and galloping. You know, and working full time with that as well. So yeah. I worked through the pandemic and all that because I'm a truck driver and transport manager there, and we deliver to all the hospitals and all that. So. I had no time off over the, the tough, tough, tough going, but I suppose the winners that you have been getting uh, makes it all worthwhile. Ah, oh, yeah, it's great. You know, it's great. You get a great buzz out of a winner. You know, lovely when you rear them and train them and see them coming good. You know. Yeah, most definitely. And um, obviously, look, we're we're back up and running for for the new campaign, twenty twenty one. Um, I I would imagine you'll be hoping for for more success this year. Obviously, you said, look, you have no pu- other pups coming through, but I would imagine you've a lot of dogs in the kennel that you'll be hoping to that'll continue in, in winning form. Yeah, just keep running. I have two nice pitches there now that I'm looking forward to. And um, Bumblebee on the top, and Bumblebee per uh, no, sorry, not per uh, Queen, and. They've won a race or two each now, but I haven't done much with them yet. But I think they, I think they'll go up to fairly open class this year, hopefully. Exciting. We'll be keeping um, a close eye on them, Paul. Um, look, always uh, great to catch up with all the the various um, Graham people all over all over the country, and um, it was certainly very nice speaking to you today. And um, we're wishing you um, continued success for the year year ahead, and uh, best of luck with the the Bumblebee Prefix. Thank you very much, bye. Trainer Pat Coyley had another successful year at Curraheen Park last year, a total of 33 winners uh, for the 2020 campaign. And uh, we're going to say hello to Pat now and uh, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Barry. Pat, we'll start off, I suppose, with how it all happened for you and uh, maybe some of your early memories of Greyhounds. It's a long time ago now, Barry, when yeah. I used to have the Greyhounds, but... Uh... So when they start to first the young fellow on the road, you know what I mean? A few lads around the greyhounds and we got mixed up with them, bringing them out galloping and 
walking, we used to go up and coast then in four mile water. And we got bought a few myself then the first dogs I had were by Cudas on them. That's a long time ago now, I couldn't tell you exactly the year. Yeah, and I and suppose- it, we used to coast them and run them and next thing then we got a few toddlers shares and they won a few races for us. And uh I got a bitch enough, James Franklin. You know James, the own Capra Quinn. He's a good right. time of course and she was by Laxlaw and believe it or not, she won a tri stick in Waterford and she she uh she bit the Oaks went on the final as a matter of fact, but she was by Laxlaw track bitch. But she was a great bitch on the track. Then we bought another one off James, I think she was a model a model and slippy dog. And uh he was right good too, we sold him on race. But was I walking in the handling down there when I was made redundant. I'd say around 82 and Michael Brennan was the boss at that time and I, whatever way I got tangled up with him, I went out doing a bit of work with him. He was doing up the place, putting fencing up and things and Jesus, a week led to a year or two, I'd say. And when you go in there, you have a job, you have a job for life with Mike. And uh, Jesus, we was pretty around here messing around and Jesus, he just litter the dogs anyhow. There was two dogs and eight bitches in it. And uh, we used to be often standing looking at him. He said to me, Jeez, he said, there's some engine in them dogs. So I'm between the jigs and the reels when they're about 12 months, he said to me, pick out one of them bitches, he said. They were my model support, so I, I got her in and I brought her home. She was a lovely little bitch. So Jeez, the first day we brought her to McKees for a hand slip, he says, go away with her now, he said, and qualify her. So we did it and she qualified first time around the and She was the Oaks winner for me, Tracy Budd. So that's really Barry how I got started, you know, and when you, you know, we raced her away and she won a couple of rounds of an unraced day, starting off. And, uh, you know, she'd beaten then a couple of races, but she took off then and she won the Oaks and she was only 20 months. But, you know, that's how I got into him, Barry, really. And when you start yeah. like that, then you're you're addicted to it. Like, I suppose it's like anything, it, it, it's a bug and when you get a bit of success well, you're just looking for more. Drink or drugs I suppose Barry, it's an addiction and anyone else him to tell you that like, you yeah. know, and we should get a good, good one starting off like that. But if we go back to Michael Brennan's like, you know, we used to be messing with dogs but when I went in there I got educated I'm telling you. Yeah and of course they, they, they're still producing good dogs. Oh, unbelievable. I see John is at him now and Michael himself is flying like, you know, great dog men. Like, cheers, they were great dogs then over the years. The very best of them, like. Yeah, and I suppose you've you, you built up, obviously, you've, you've great memories, Pat, and you've built up great friendships as well with all the great, great home Oh, people. sure, that's the, that's the main thing about it, Barry, you know. We started off with him then, like, and we got this dog in and that dog, and we seem to be looking with him, you know. But, you know, you'd like the likes of Michael Brennan and them, and you'd listen to them, and there's another great man I met. In my early days, Bertie Gaynor, and he'd educate you like Bertie came from England, you know. Do you know, you learn after likes of them, it's like they knew exactly what they were at. Yeah, it's all about feeding and stuff, Barry, the best, you know, and do your best for them and, you know, and keep them sound as the thing. But we were lucky then, we got a lot of good dogs in. There were some great dogs there, Mega Delice, you know, Heavenly Hero, he was in the place he taught in the Derby. You know, and we got some good dogs ourselves. So one thing led to another then Barry and you'd, you know, you'd walk away from there like. Yeah, and there's been, as you said, look, some great dogs over the last couple of years as well. I, I'd imagine you still have great appetite for, for the game. I sure I have Barry, yeah. It's a tough game now, you know, to have much to tear away and make a living like. But to have going now at the moment with things, 
with the weather and everything. You know, this time of the year, and like what they used two years ago when I started Barry, they closed down the tracks at Christmas. They'd open them then after Clonmel, and everybody seemed to be happy, you know. And talking to all the lads, you know, like they'd, they'd rather they nearly agree with it, most of them, you know. I know, because yeah. the last month is impossible, Barry, to train dogs, right? You know, just the weather is too bad. And they don't, one thing the dogs don't like is bad weather, you know? Yeah, that, that that's exactly it. And look, there was another uh, successful year. Obviously, we were missing a couple of months last year, but you still it's notched up 33. We won a few races, Barry, yeah, you know? A couple, and then we have a few nice dogs now. We have Lockheed Blakes now for next year. Out of my own bitch, we started them, and they look okay, you know? But there's a lot of hard work in Barry, but... That's the, that's the thing about dogs. Like, you're looking forward to the next flat to come in the gate. You think you'll be going bad the next minute. You don't know when what will come in the gate, John. Yeah, you know? and and getting up every morning early, Pat, I, I'd imagine it keeps a fella going. I should put, yeah, yeah. That's the main thing about a barrier. This weather now is tough, but the summer is a great job. Yeah, I got up there at 6 o'clock in the morning. It's going to be at dogs. Like, they're trialling them and them in Cork. Do you know, luckily enough, we go in there early in the, the summer. Like, do you know, the lads are great and they're like... Yeah, I and, would... Uh, makes the job a bit easier would you have many dogs at the moment Pat? Uh, there's about 14 of them in the place no Barry maybe a few more you know to be about 10 to race but there's, there's some of them then I didn't bother with them because they hate the cold some of them like Jesus like I fed dogs today you know, and I turned them out after it Jesus a couple of them wouldn't even come off their bed like so yeah. that'll tell you the appetite data for that yeah. if you know what I mean you know but um, as I said 33 winners last year will you be hoping to improve on that this year with a full calendar year? Actually, we would, you know, Barry, but it all depends on the dog you have, you know. That's the, that's the thing I find about it. But, like, we're, we're always trying to get the good dog to go to Dublin, like, because that's the place to go. You know, if you have a good enough greyhound, take him on. And, and that's tough enough, too, because I find in Shelburne you'd need to be around there three times before you get the best out of your dog, you know. Just have the strength completely different and the long spin up and things. But it makes a job of a dog. If you have a good dog, it's the place to go. Yeah, it sure does. And is there any dog in particular you're looking forward to this year or are you just waiting and see what'll unfold? Yeah, sure. We just have a couple of pups there now. We don't know what they're really. We started them and they look okay. Do you know, when the weather, they, we have an idea what they are now, but the weather was so bad that we just left them there. We just couldn't go into them. Like, but I have a couple of nice bitches there now. Like, I have a bitch there running tomorrow night now, Droopy's door. She's a bit unlucky, like, do you know, she, she's a right good bitch now for me. But she unlucky with a bit, a few injuries and small things you know and I have a bitch running tonight now like she's great early but the weather's completely against her she's belonged to my brother I think she she have good early like I think she could turn out now if she, if she the warm weather I'd say she'd be a good bitch you know yeah. Sound, sounds like there's a bit to look forward to on the end as you said all this as you co- keep going Barry you don't really know like this time of the year just have to judge it I find it on it like there are different grounds when the weather gets fine yeah well no. look congratulations on another successful le- year last year Pat we'll be keeping a close eye on you once again this year and uh, wishing you continued success thanks Barry Talking Dogs on Thursday with Barry Trey for all the latest Greyhound racing news check out grisland.ie forward slash Talking Dogs